Steph March. Uh, we're just hanging. We are hanging. We're hanging out. We've got a lot of fun things happening for you this hour. We are going to do a taste test. It'll be my first one. I'm a little anxious about it. Stephanie? Yeah. What kind of chips did you bring? No, me? no, no. Not yet. Okay. We got some to do about beforehand. Yep. The, we, what we are going to do is the top two in our two, where we give you our top two things that we are obsessing about this week. Like right now. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you know what? We have a fill-in producer and maybe nobody told him about the music. So here's what we're going to do. Um, tattoo! Tattoo! We're going to just do our own music. Thanks, Rob. No worries. We got it. Uh, Stephanie. Yeah. What are you obsessed with this week in the top two? All right. I'm going to give you uh, two things that I can't stop thinking about. And one <gasps> was something that came across the Twitter sphere. And I was a little bit... Kind of like, wait a minute, wait a minute, what? And I feel like I know things. I feel like I'm a professional, but I'm not necessarily a total professional in all forms of life. So Tucker Shaw, who is with Cooks Illustrated, said he put a little uh, tweet out that said, <clears throat> before she died, my great aunt Berta taught me to sprinkle the pan with a little salt before adding the brownie batter because the bottoms of the brownies touch your tongue first and the salt there makes them taste more chocolatey. And I was like, bum, bum, and sometimes your life just starts over because that literally was like, oh, yes, yes, that is what I will. Now my life has shifted into that lane. That is what I will do from now on. And why have we been making brownies without salt our whole lives? Well, but the, and the key is like, I know people have like put salt on the top of them, but the, the idea to put them under and then so that it hits your ah, tongue in the right ah, way without right, all that sugary high. stuff on top, but the salt <laughs> on the bottom. I thought that was genius. It was crazy. It is genius. Yes. And so that hack, I mean, literally, he's got, of course, 7,000 likes on it, you know, uh, just ah, by tweeting that. I'm just yeah, like, I don't like that. Visualizing. No, no you don't like no. my going no, ah, with my tongue in your face. No. <laughs> but there's, but that is a wonderful, to me, like, like kind of one of those things that is like the things you think you know, and then a small move, a small move to the left or the right can change everything. Yes, 100%. So I'm so glad you brought that to us. Yeah. What's your first one? Okay. My first one is the food building and in particular eating there. So this is in Northeast Minneapolis. It is the place that houses um, Bakersfield flour and bread. It houses Alamar cheese. It houses uh, Mike Phillips uh, red table, red table meats. And they have had a restaurant in there, but it's now Kieran's restaurant. Mm -hmm. And Chef Ian Gray is doing the food there. I had a fantastic sausage breakfast sandwich that was kind of life-changing. It was on a brioche bun, so that Bakersfield flour bread was unlike, ah, so delicious. Then... It had like this super delicious sausage patty mm-hmm. that was like sagey and kind of like, you know, whenever you eat sage, I think of Thanksgiving. So it, I had that feel. Then this beautiful egg that was folded into a like pocket. And then it had Singing Hills Dairy Cheese. 
And then it had these potatoes that were red potatoes that were kind of smashed and craggy and pulled apart. Those are the best potatoes And then fried. Yeah. I was like, where have these been all my life with this delicious sauce? Yeah. It was a like $12 plate of victory. Like I just was like, this is something. And I I was going to dinner at five o'clock. This was at like 1230. I ate... The entire plate of food. I left half of a potato and Kieran happened to walk by and he goes, what's wrong with that piece? (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, if you knew that I wasn't even going to eat here and then instead I've eaten everything and I left the one lowly half a potato because that's what Minnesotans do. Yeah. And then I just ate it anyway. I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. Um, And then I ate again at five o'clock. I did a giant, fantastic meal. But uh, Food Building Northeast, not only can you buy these products there, but their restaurant, they've turned the corner and it's really good. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a totally different restaurant. That's the best part. So if you went when it was Draft Horse, this is a totally different space. And Kieran is a genius. Let's be honest. And he was on the show right when it opened and kind of talking about that. And he was, I mean, I think that the idea of committing, I think it's what it's needed was a leadership like his Mm -hmm. to bring it really all together and to really push it forward. So it's exciting. And I think too, like they're going to have more events there. They've redone their event space. If you're looking for a small gathering or like a a wedding that's like under a hundred people, you know, they're going to do boards and they just, it's all going on over there. It's very good. Very, very good. Very good. All right. So my second for top two and hour two is going to be black walnuts which is Black Walnut Bakery is opening this week sometime in Uptown at Sarah Botcher's Bakery. I got a little sneak peek, um, you know, a little media preview the other day. And I have to tell you, she's making croissant loaf bread. Like, like it's a it's like a big square. You had me at croissant. Oh, my God. Like I, everyone with their croissant donuts and their croissant. I'm like, I don't care about your that. I want croissant. I want butter. That's all I want on my croissant ever. And I and the way that, we, you know, they make the croissants in the little weird croissant shape is always like when people make sandwiches out of that. I'm always like, I mean, this is fine, but it's a weird. It's a half moon. It's a weird half. It doesn't, it doesn't hold everything right to sandwich. Yes. It doesn't lend to sandwich. Because you take a bite and all of the filling falls when out on like the this little... little short weird end. And it's <laughs> I not... 100% agree with this. But I, you know, you suck it up for like a good turkey sandwich sometimes. So anyway, Sarah has made this beautiful block of croissant bread. And she's slicing these thick cuts of this bread and then putting breakfast sandwich situation on there Yum. like egg and cheese and ham and they're doing a croque monsieur and it's like for those of you the, listening i'm sorry that this is the second breakfast sandwich we've talked about because you're dying right now and you want one so bad but this one she's doing and she's doing she's putting them in the press the sandwich <gasps> press and then paniniing it so it's like this craggy toasty top oh. and it's got you know but it, but here's the deal with croissant bread it is so light it looks like it's going to be this massive thing that almost like you can imagine it like cutting your mouth up because it's so big and you take one bite and it just like the air just goes and it is perfection (laughs) so i'm telling you beyond the fact that she does bialis and box stocks and like kuyamans and all that stuff this croissant loaf bread is going to be a game changer i like want to go and get some right now it's not open oh you have to wait till next week okay that's when she's going to open that's awesome yeah okay mine is kind of a weird one okay that's not about food necessarily but it is about food because I can't tell you how many times a week someone sends me an Instagram or they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe you don't weigh 600 pounds with all of the food that you eat. And here's why, people. 
I go to a place in Egan that is called the studio. Oh. And I exercise there. I do cycling there. I do strength training there. And I do studio kickboxing there. There is a teacher there who just had open heart surgery. And she is back. It's She had an eight-week time off. She's back. The reason she's back as a 54-year-old woman after having open heart surgery is because she lifts heavy weights. She keeps her body fit. Yeah. And she's taught me so much about like lifting weights. Like you can do it two ways. You can lift the little small weights or you can lift heavy weights. And that the way that you break down your muscles and you continue to burn uh, fat is by weightlifting mm-hmm. and by building up strength. And she's given me confidence to do things I would never have thought I would done. I'm not a kickboxer. Like I'm a mom, right? But she has just like, I feel strong when I'm in there. It's all different body types. It's all different ages. Nobody's in there looking at your workout because you're there to do your own workout. I just find that place so inspiring. And when I go there, I get in my car after it's over. I've burned 350 calories and I can eat that next breakfast sandwich and feel good about myself. Good. So it is the studio in Egan. They'll have specials, I think, during the month of November, if you... Do you know what your instructor's name is? Midge. 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 So call out to Midge. McCallum. Well done. She's a fantastic person. But, like, I'm also working next to Lifting Weights next to Neil, who's 68 years old, who's the fittest man in the place. Yeah. You know? Like, I just love that human spirit and that it allows me to keep eating, but also to feel fit and to feel good about myself. Good. So it's the studio. Okay. I have one other one I want to add in, which is just, it's kind of a sad one. A bonus? Yeah, it's a bonus, but it's a sad one. But it's, but so I wanted to kind of, you know, kind of close out on it, but um, before we get into some fun stuff, but I have to say, I have to do a a shout out, an RIP to my dear friend, Kelly Menard. Who passed away earlier this week. And remember, you guys remember I was talking about the meal train that I was on for a friend? Yeah. I never got to make it because, unfortunately, Kelly passed. And I want to call him out because of the fact that he was a hospitalitarian of the highest regard. And he was a life he was a lifer server. And I met Kelly first at, um, at well, the last time I saw Kelly, he was a couple months ago at Eastside. And he was just starting. He was like, oh, I'm just, I'm going to give this kind of, this a little bit of a show. And I looked at him and I was like, you look great. He's like, don't I look like a supermodel? And it was just, it was, that was, it was pure Kelly. And I remember talking to Ryan Cook and, and Damien being like, he's, what a get. Like, Kelly is the best. And he, you know, unfortunately it was, you know, his, his body was fighting a lot of things. And it, he wasn't able to stay there. But he was one of those people who, for the first time, he was at Manny's and then he was at Ocean Air. And he was at Ocean Air for many, many years. Um, and he was kind of known as Ms. Menard. And Kelly was maybe one of the first very, very gay humans that I met who was so open and proud about himself and and was still able to give great service while being himself. And I thought that that was something that taught me about how you can be humble, but still be yourself and still be a person in that space. And I know that we talked about service in one of our podcasts recently, but Kelly was that person. Kelly showed me you can be yourself and still give of yourself. And that to me was... He's the stamp. He's the gold standard. So I'm sorry about your loss. Yeah, but. and I'm and there's a service on Monday, and I'm gonna be excited to see a ton of the beautiful humans. You'll see my friend Dougie. Yeah, I will totally see Dougie. It was Dougie was one of our little crew. Mm-hmm. So, um, and so I know that everyone is very much in grieving, but I think he's in a better place. I know that he is. 
I know he was tired and I think he's just done. So it was, we are going to miss his crazy smirk and his, just his snotty little catty ways. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Cal. We have chips to taste and I get to force you to try things for the first time in a long time. I don't think. Yeah, I've never. I always bring in and I make you do the chip. You did the last year at Thanksgiving. You did the Lay's potato chip challenge. Right. You did the Pocky hot chip challenge that made our friend Heather Manley barf on the side of the road. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. I've made you eat lots of funky things on this show. So it's only fair that you turn the tables. And this is not even mean. That makes me sad. (laughs) Like, I haven't even really ponied up to this party that means. All right. I'm going to hand you. I'm not. I want you to taste the chip first before I'm handing you a stack. You can pick your stack, your pick. And um, oh, like so there's round. two Lay's flavors that were actually for the first time kind of intriguing to me that I thought was okay, maybe something. Lay potato chip. Right. So here's the first one. These are, you know, and, and quite honestly, they're, you know, they, they're pretty benign flavors as it goes. Cheese. Okay. It's cheese. Yeah. She's weighing out cheese. Eyes closed. Is it just cheese? That's all you get? There's Maybe something else, but I don't know what the other thing is. I think this is pretty right on, actually, for what it is. If you're thinking about flavors that... Cheese and chicken? Oh. Like chicken wing? No. No, but you're kind of getting closer. What does cheese go with? Well, cheese goes with everything. Ah. Uh, right? What do you think? I don't know. The third one's making me feel kind of gross. Okay. It's grilled cheese and tomato soup. Yeah, <laughs> I can totally get that. You pulled it. You pulled the tomato soup out of there. Yeah, but I don't want to eat those. No, it's not. They're it's, delicious mm-hmm. for like the first one. The second one was a little less delicious, and the third one was kind of like, what is that aftertaste? And it's the tomato soup. It is the tomato soup. But it does taste like it. Yeah, a little bit, mm-hmm. right? I know. I think that there's. I mean, I crave grilled cheese and tomato soup uh-huh. all the time. Parallel, the best. Is that where you like the best? Oh, Stephanie. So good. I think uh, what makes it good? The tomato soup is that like hearty, delicious, caramelized, roasted tomato. Okay. And then the grilled cheese is just like a lot of cheese, but not too much cheese, not too many different kinds of cheese, and just perfectly grilled bread. Right, right. Yep. Yeah. I still think that, uh, I still think that Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble has the best for me. It has had, and I don't know if it's because also I don't want my tomato soup to be sweet. I want it to be tart and kind of rich. Yeah. And for some reason, when they add the sugar, you know, and I know that the idea is to add the sugar to brighten the flavors, but almost everybody adds too much sugar. And to me, that's, I want it to be tart, you know, and tangy. But, and that also the cheese situation, like the bread and the cheese, the ratio has to be more, you know, it has to be pleasing. You can't have two hunks of huge bread and then this like thin. 100%. That is the worst grilled cheese fail of all time. It's cheese to bread ratio. Yeah. You yeah. need, and then, but it is true. You need the, the bread to be able to support the cheese too. Cause you can't have, you know. And you need a good bread taste. Right. Like white bread's fine. I like white bread. And sometimes you get a good white bread grilled cheese. Yeah. But if you can have a little nuttiness to the bread, I think it holds up with the cheese. I'm okay with I'm a sourdough kind of purist. Yeah. Like if I could just have sourdough on my grilled cheese, that would be great. Yum. And then I've put pickles on my cream or on my grilled cheese lately. Because <laughs> okay. I think that's good. Okay, Next. here's chip two. Okay. So and these are Lay's chips. Yep. Okay. So I'm this moving. is the second one that she doesn't know what they are. Um, this is a strange one. I don't really understand this one, but I do, but I don't. Hot, like sriracha. Okay. That's what you think the flavor is? It's real hot. Pickly and hot. Okay. What do you think? Cheeseburger. 
Oh, you get beefy and out of that too? Beefy, but it's hot. But like it's spicy hot. hot. It is spicy hot. And there's a pickle flavor. Yeah. Well, that's because it is flaming hot dill pickle. That's oh! it. <laughs> well done, Yay! you. I did it. Yep. Just... And that's what it tastes like. And they're good. You like them? I do. Are they too hot? They're hot, but not too hot. But I like hot. Do you like I hot pickles? Those. Do you like spicy, spicy hot yes, pickles? I do. Have you make them? Have you made any? No, I can't get them hot enough. I've made, I've put jalapenos. I only pickled once this year. Right. And I would say my pickles are a solid six. Actually, I haven't. Have I brought you any? No. Okay. You have a lot of promises out there of things to bring me. And then they <laughs> fall short. a lot of failures. They fall short. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bring you some pickles. I think they're, they were kind of, they got kind of mushy. They yeah. taste good, but they were kind of mushy. Yeah. I know. Well, that's, that's the thing is like, you, I want, I want a pickle to be kind of snappy and tart and Mine like, are chips. Yours are, oh, and you do the chips? How come you don't ever do like the big ones? Because I had big cucumbers. Oh, so. got it. But next year, So maybe. the bigger the cucumber, too, the flabbier it's going to be. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what they always That's say. That's what they say. My about God. your cucumbers. Okay. I have one more chip I want you to try. Okay, because that one burned my mouth out. So I, know, so you I might need to a do sip this. of coffee. Um, so this one is not kind of a normal chip, but I want to get your feeling on it. Okay, I'm clearing my palate. Okay. I'm getting ready. I have my eyes closed. Here's a stack. Oh, I like the you shape like the of this chip. Uh-huh. It's like a heart. And it's ridged. Yeah, it's like, like a ruffly a chip. waffle. Look how almost uniformish they are. Oh, yeah, they almost look like they could be a stack of Pringles. But they're not. Okay. So you need to have a bite of that one. And tell me what you think. Hmm. And these are a very, this is like one of those very interesting. This is Japanese. <laughs> they have a little bit of like a vegetal nori-ish, Ooh. sesame-ish flavor. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm. And like the aftertaste is um, sushi. Oh my so God. like rice. Wow. How am I doing? You're doing pretty good. Um, they are, they are Japanese potato chips. From United Noodle, and they are just called Beijing flavored. Okay. So I think you nailed it with the fact there's a little bit of soy in there, like some soy sauce. Yep. And there's definitely a little bit of like fish sauce that might give you like some of the nori aspect of it. Yep. But they're just these elegant, beautiful chips. And they have a nice uh, rice flavor on the back. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, Like you eat that sushi and you get, if you're eating a roll, like you kind of get into the rice as its own flavor. Right. It's like that. What would be the chip that you want them to make? Because, you know, with all of this stuff, like the chicken and the, the biscuits and gravy stuff, that's disappointing. What would be the chip that you're like dying for them to get on with? If it tasted like it. Yeah. Dry rubbed Monte Carlo wing mm. chip. You're right. That would be a spectacular. But it has to like, I don't want it to be weird fake chicken tasting, but that flavor profile of the dry rubbed wing yeah. really well executed. Mm-hmm. And then something I could dip into like a ranch. Oh, yes. But I don't know how they would do it. No. Well, I mean, it is seasonings. It's just seasonings. That's the thing. It's like that to me is easier because it's it's actually seasonings they put on the chicken. So why wouldn't they just be able to put it on a chip? Maybe we should try to make that. And you, if you eat Old Bay chips, mm-hmm. you do get the flavor of like that Old Bay shrimp boil. Yeah. 
because of just that seasoning alone. Well, and then there's, it's basically also the taste memory. That's why I wanted you yeah. not to, like, I wanted you to taste it before you knew what it was supposed no, to be, No, I'm glad too. that I didn't know what I was eating before I ate it. And I should have guessed the grilled cheese, because mm-hmm. it does really taste like that. Yeah, and the tomato soup, like, that's a weird side. I will uh, give you a sneak idea that, basically, I have sampled the Dots Southwest, the new Southwest flavoring of Dots pretzels. Oh, and the Dots pretzels are really addictive and very tasty. Uh-huh. It's got MSG, which is why they're so delicious. Perfect. Bring it on. <laughs> pour it in my mouth. And they're having a new Southwest flavor. Yeah, I've, I have had a prototype. I'm not saying Yum. it's the last one. I had a taste test of yeah. a couple things, and it was interesting. Very interesting. But the things you could taste, you're like, oh, I know what this is. You know, like there's yes. little bits of it, and you're like, okay. Jalapeno. Yeah. yeah. A little buttermilky. Yeah. Taco. Yeah. It was oh, good. yum. All right, gang. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. And we're going to talk Halloween candy because I am also going to continue to make Hanson eat things. I'm going to make her eat some some things. Yum. We'll be right back. All right, guys. We are back. This is the Weekly Dish. We are talking, taste testing things today. Um, putting it out, you guys, on the uh, the Facebook page. God, by the way, I did throw a little question up today. I asked dishers if you wanted to tell us either your best Halloween candy story or what is your best worst candy. And I put out my best is 100 grand. Worst is an Almond Joy. Ooh, I love those Almond Joys. A lot of people do. And I said my story was, uh, if there was an honor bucket of candy outside of a dark house, um, I would circle back every time and then empty it into my bag. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Stephanie Uh When my crew would move down and be like, oh, I think I dropped a... I think I dropped a people. Like we would go on and then I would circle back and I'd empty that whole bucket into my bag because I am the bad Stephanie. (laughs) Really, you are. You are 100%. in just the funniest way. Uh-huh. Yep. And you know, embrace. I'm the good Stephanie. Yeah. I do things just because I think there's you. That's what you're supposed to do, and it's supposed to be good. But that makes me bad too because I'm not doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. So that's what's hilarious mm-hmm. about the mm-hmm. good and the bad Stephanie. But there's a lot of great answers on the uh, the Facebook. A lot of a lot of people are saying that their favorites are almond joy. Their worst are you know like Megan says favorite almond joy worst are nerds, which are kind of bad. Um, but good in a drink. In oh really? Yeah, there's like I I had a nerd holiday drink once and it was pretty good. Oh, uh, Bree says best Twix, worst bottle caps, and also oh I love I would have joined cap. you and circled back. Someone said that, so that's good. I have some other evil twins out there. Um, uh, Has anybody said those peanut butter kisses, the wrapped little toffee peanut butter? Worst taffy. bit of honey, straight to the garbage for Christy. Yeah, um, Pearson's candy makes those. I love those. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Here it is. Uh, best equals Heath, and the worst is a tie for me. Hate, bit of honey, and those peanut butter kisses. <laughs> As kids, we traded candy, so everyone got what they wanted, and it all worked out. Of yeah. course. That's lovely. That's the point. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, and I love this one. Best 100 grand or Reese's peanut butter cups. I don't have a worst. My name is Kathy. I am a sugar addict. That's funny. <laughs> That's like my husband, too. Someone said their worst is Twix. How can Twix be worse? I don't know, because it's delicious robed candy. I know. That caramels. is a shocker to me, Stephanie Wilbur. I tell you what. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of funny. I, bottle caps, though, is funny because I just think, like, does anybody even give bottle caps anymore? Do those, are I those hope even so, because they're delicious. You yeah, love they're those? in the bag of Willy Wonka. Oh. If you oh, buy the mixed fun bag, you buy the fun there. bag. And the root beer ones are fantastic. I would like to know who, like, what's left in your bag. You know what I mean? Like, when you're or in your bowl, if do you let them, kid? do you let the kids? kids pick or do you give them the things i give because otherwise there's the greedy kids like you 
that two hander in there. And wait, then you do you ever say like, can you? Candy. I never. I didn't. No, I this was, a little. Kids this was pick. surreptitious bad hit behavior. I never did it in front of the adults. I always did it behind. I let the little kids pick, but like the older kids, I just put a couple in their bag. I, f- I think it's funny when they sit there and they're like, mm, uh, ooh, and they're like, I'm like, just grab some. Let's <laughs> the just kids go. that can't decide. Yeah, that's I'm like, me. Oh, I just, I think maybe I have this and then one more. And do I get one I have more? a side order? Okay. Um, yeah. I really wanted the I hash really browns wanted, too. Yeah, like, oh, but I wanted milk duds and Twizzlers. And I have like so many Twizzlers. I'm like, okay. Oh, the Twizzlers. I, I love those. I know. That's great. All right. So anyway, feel free to go on the old Facebook page and, and uh, tell us your favorite stories. I love this one. One year I lived in North Dakota. We gave out pixie sticks. There was a snowstorm, so no trick-or-treaters. We were teachers, so we gave them out at school. <laughs> <laughs> Never have gone the cheap route again. Anything chocolate is best. The I giant mean. pixie sticks are real fun to get in your bag. Oh, God. In fact, if I know who sells those, I might do that. Right. Right. Um, also, like, full-size candy bars are fun. Yes, and I, I and there's, of soda. you can buy in a box of 18 full-size candy bars for, like, t- 10 bucks. So, like... Actually, it was $12 at Cub total. I saw it for 16 at like Walgreens. But I mean, you could do it. If you don't have a lot of trick-or-treaters, you could get a couple boxes of those and be like the king of the block. I don't think it's cool to give like cans of Coca-Cola anymore. No, well, <laughs> you know, what it, but why, why not? Why not? How about, how do you feel about What's bags the difference of, between Coca-Cola and a giant thing in M&M's? How do you feel about nothing? How do you feel about bags of chips? Because some people, like, you get They're the doing, fun bag and you I'm get, okay, like, a bag like, of little Doritos. pretzels or yeah. Doritos. I'm fine. Anything snacky is fine. <laughs> um, here, Molly says, Molly King says, In 1975, Mom took us out trick-or-treating and left Dad home alone to dish out candy at the door. It was a big night, and Dad ran out of candy, so instead of shutting off the lights, he got creative. He started handing out grapes. <laughs> Direct to bag, a single grape to squish and squirt all over, depleting our house of beloved grapes. When we got home and mom learned what had happened, you can imagine the uh, the rant that That's happened. That's pretty hilarious. That. that is amazing. We gave out dollar bills once when we ran out. Did you really? Yeah. That's a little... <laughs> Peeling off the, we the didn't singles. Have anything. Yeah, I was like, I was a waitress at the time, so right. I was like, oh, we've got dollar bills. We yeah. got a snack right here. I had a, I had a house. I remember hitting, and they had like, they had run out of stuff, and so they were digging into their change bowl. They had this yes. massive, cha- and they just took a handful of pennies, nickels, dimes, and just like went boosh, That's into fun. your bag. I was like, thank you. That's really fun. I know. All right, I want a, a couple more <clears> taste <throat> tests because we have. One of the things we love are line extensions. We all know that like a brand needs to get creative. Uh, Eminem has started this interesting little international flavors, and I'm making Hanson taste some of them. Okay. So start with the ones with the green and yellow there. Okay. This is a brand. This is a surprising one for me. This is a peanut one, but I thought it was an interesting foray into this level of candy making. And she's going to try. These are inter- these are supposed to be sort of like international, but they're also just sort of different flavors. What do you think? It's spicy. Yeah. So is it like Mexican or it jalapeno? Is, it is Mexican jalapeno peanut M&M's. Yum. What do you think about it? It's good. You like it? I don't Delicious. Really, I don't love, like I love a spice and a chocolate together, but to me that one, I don't know, there was something. I liked it. That was good. Okay, go I to like the next hot. one. Okay. The next one is a little bit more, this one is kind of presents right away. You're going to, I feel like, but I don't think that this one has the same, um, I don't oh. know. This one is a lot, isn't it? It's in a brown bag. I'm just it's brown, sugary. Yeah. Maybe marshmallowy. Oh, interesting. Like toasted something. Okay. It's English toffee. 
It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> it comes off as more of like a mocha to me than yeah. anything. It's like, some marshmallowy, toasty, roasty. It's supposed to be toffee, English it tastes toffee. Fake. Tastes fake. Okay, the that next was one. just gross. That was a little bit. And weird. how can an M and M be gross? Like, really, you got to try hard well, to mess that up. They also make pumpkin pie ones, which I did not. De- I decided not to inflict upon you. Are they that bad? It's like a chemical bomb of okay. weird pumpkin. That's flavor. how I felt. That was. Oh wait, I gotta like literally. Yeah, you gotta have here. a cleanser. A cleanser. Get down. Get down. I got a coffee cleanse. Okay. okay. All right. Last one on the M and M. I love the color of these M and M's. They're blue and green, and mm-hmm. they look fun. They're very pretty. Like Monsters Inc. Right. What do you think? Can't even get this one open. You're feeling it. She's got her eyes closed. She's sort of into it, but not. I don't know. I can't tell. What do you think? Wow, yeah. it's like suntan lotion. Oh yes. Like coconut. Um. Yeah. Uh, no. Not in a good way. Not in a good it's way. It's like licking the suntan lotion off my boyfriend. Oh, well, that's my memory. There's another thing we can say. But about you know, that. Uh, this is, is it the, coconut. It's Thai coconut. It's supposed to be Thai coconut. Yeah, it's coconutty. I don't mind the coconutty. It tastes part. just like copper tone. Yeah, but that's like to me. That's what if you're gonna do. It's like watermelon. Doesn't actually taste like watermelon when you do coconut flavoring. It doesn't actually taste like coconut. It tastes like it's funny that flavoring. that brought me to that weird uncomfortable place that I said out loud. Yes, it really. Well, yeah. <laughs> that sitting here Speaking at eleven like years, I don't find that to and be where something takes you. Yeah, that's that's just you as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Okay, I want you to. Okay, so is now, there more? There's that's your for your M and M's okay for anything, but I want to talk about the fact that uh, we both like candy corn. We do, and that's a thing that not a lot of people are. Uh, here, do you get this whole bag? Oh. Uh, that a lot of people have these weird things about candy corn. I feel like last year was the think piece about candy corn year where people were like, candy corn is trash. Yeah. And they made these huge written think pieces on why. It was why. a hot take. It was a hot take. <laughs> Dang, yeah. And there's all these, and then there, and then this year, I feel like there's a defense, you know, of it all. Now it's like candy corn isn't as bad as you think, you know, and why candy corn is great. So there's a lot of this, but I think that the, I think that the makers all decided, you know what, maybe we should muck around a little bit with this. And so I found Brock's. They have like taken what is normally just that, you know, bag plastic, you know, long bag of candy corn, and now they have whipped it up and it's because really good. they have you know the idea of putting your peanuts with your candy corn and making it taste like a salted nut roll is one thing i'm all about that they have bagged it we have a mini candy corn and chocolate covered peanuts in a bag and that is really good it's delicious everybody that i have passed that to that has tried it who likes candy corn loves it even people who say they don't like candy corn they have said that that's an improvement yeah and they would take it no i liked it and here's the other thing they did, which I can't even bring you a bag of because of the fact that everyone, that Evan from Fox 9 stole it and ate the whole bag. Um, but it was a natural. It was called candy corn natural. And what they did was they took out, they used natural flavorings and they took out the artificial colors. So they're a little bit paler than your normal candy corns. But that is so weird. Like candy I, corn for health nuts? Well, what? I Come think on. it's more about taking it off like that weird... That if for some people we're saying it doesn't taste anything real, there's a little bit more of a honey flavor to those. I will say that I I, I ate a bag of those too. Here may be the weirdest extension of all, and I don't know what to do about this, and I'm going to leave them here because they kind of freak me out a little bit. Okay. But I want you to see them because I don't understand. They have taken candy corn, and then they've made them into the shape of footballs. 
so that it's like game day candy corn extension treat. And yet at the same time, they look like these very strange little like like quenelles almost, you know, when you get those for dessert. And then they instead of these white strings on the top where they're supposed to be, they kind of look like mold, you know, and it's almost like the pumpkin, like when you make the pumpkin candy corn, but they're football shaped. And I find them to be very strange. And they're large. So without that salt and candy corn mixture that I kind of like, it's just too much candy corn. Right. And too maple-y. Too maple-y. It's weird. Yeah. Football's weird. Anyway, so there you go. Why do we need to eat footballs? No, don't wait to see candy corn. Leave them there. Yeah, this is for the next family. All right, there you go. Yeah, the next shows. I'm sure Harmony and Allie. Oh, Allie um, likes candy. I bet. Love this. All right, you guys, that's that's what we got. I think the big thing to know this year as far as your Halloween candy roundup, everybody loves Reese's. Everybody loves Reese's. Just get Reese's. <laughs> and do the pumpkins because that makes you like everybody's favorite. That's yes. it. That's, that's the end of the story. Okay, and no popcorn balls because that's the thing that was left in the end of my bag always because they were always a little unwrapped, so you couldn't eat them anyway. Well, popcorn and then, balls like, is weird. Nobody eats A little eats crumply popcorn in balls. the bottom of yeah. your, bat, your pillowcase and then they stick. Yeah. Yeah, that's what was in the bottom of my bag. And also, Tootsie Rolls are for parades, not for Halloween. Okay? <laughs> Let's remember this, people. Like, you can have Tootsie Rolls and throw them at people at parades. That's summer. You do not put them in bags in at uh, Halloween. Okay. I these think are, I'm in total agreement objectives. with that. And I like Tootsie Rolls. So, there you go. Moral of the story. Moral of the story. When we come back. Oh, I like this song. This is the Jonas Brothers. Mm-hmm. I like the Jonai. The Jonas. The Joni. The Jonas. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we just kind of went all like national public radio over there for a second. Right. Like, and Pete Schwetti is our uh, next guest. I have to tell you that Kristen gave us a little tweet that she says with a hot tip that Velveteen in Stillwater has amazing grilled cheese and tomato soup. Okay. So if you're out in Stillwater looking for it, there you go. We always love good grilled cheese. Yeah. Um, Stephanie. Yeah. We, I just, my mouth right now is like. Like, I need to get something different in it. Are you doing anything for Halloween? Are you doing any, like, are you going to a party? Are you doing anything? Here's what I'm doing today. I'm going to the Nook to bowl with my family. That's my fun Halloween activity. Um, Halloween itself. I Maybe we'll pass out some candy. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't do dress up. That's not my thing. You you end, you say that every year, and then you end up going out somewhere and kind of dressing up. Sort of. If yeah. my husband makes us. Yeah. yeah. No, we don't have a plan this year. Okay. And I have no costume, and I'm fine with that. Okay. But I have started to watch Suspiria twice, and I've not finished it. I thought I would like watch all these Halloween movies. Yeah. But it's not really it's working not for thing. me either. Oh. Are you kind of just not... Did you carve a pumpkin or anything? No. Okay. Yeah, no, I know. No. I, well, for me, quite honestly, my daughter's wedding is next weekend. So, dishers, I will not be on the show next weekend because I will be getting my hair done. Yes, Elizabeth Reese will fill in. But uh, so, I mean, I basically I've just been I, I kind of feel like Halloween doesn't get to happen this year for me because I have too much other stuff to do. I can't make it go. And I'm fine with that. Weddings are so much. Yeah. Yeah. Someday we'll talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not now. But no. Yeah. But someday. Yeah. And so just trying to get all the things and the, you know, coordinated the last minute details and helping out with, you know, things and making it fun. So it'll be great. Can we talk about, and this is your daughter's wedding. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what you're serving. 
Um, like, what's the food product? They wanted to do kind of a fun surf and turf. It's not dinner, but they are doing... Um, so, John Whipley from Animales is doing oh, a gosh. rib table, like ribs and sausage and biscuits and, you know, pickles and stuff. Yum. I know. And then That's they, epic. I know. And then another table is Billy from Bibuda is doing sushi. So, we have sort of a surf and turf kind of a funny thing happening. And it's just, you know, snacks and all the rest. And, you know, it's not like if there's no sit down dinner. Yes. It's just like kind of go if a you're mingly. hungry. There's a cocktail. The create catering is doing our cocktail uh, portion of it with like meats and cheeses and all that kind of stuff because we don't want people to get too sloopy right away because it is an open bar. <laughs> but it's at the Holden Room, which is lovely. Yes. I'm excited to see Next how. To parallel. Yeah, as we were talking about it, I'm excited to see how that all goes out. So. Um, so yeah, so that'll be next weekend. Exciting. What is the dessert part? Uh, I think it's Muddy Paws cheesecake. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Andrew and Megan met up with uh, Tammy and loved her, and so they they got a deal going, and they because you know it's like little cheesecake bites are again yeah. kind of much better than big dry cake and a whole piece of yeah something weird yeah, yeah. sometimes you just want a little bite at a wedding yeah not like. Kind of, everyone wants to dance and do all the fun stuff. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what's happening. Okay. So. so is there a dance? Yeah. There's a DJ. Okay. So we'll see. Who? Where'd you find the DJ? DJ Omar Bliss, man. Omar Bliss is one of the coolest DJs in town. If you're looking for one, he has done. I met him through MSP Mag. He did some events for us, and I was like, I mean, we have jammed to him when we when I was building Snack Ship at the Super Bowl, and we were building that huge one in the atrium at yep. uh, City Center. That was, he was there giving the tunes to the jam and it was the best. I was like, you can, we are, we are people. I heard a song this week that <laughs> you're going to laugh when I tell you, because it reminds me of a DJ song that you'd hear at a wedding. Yeah. And I really hope you play it. Staying Alive by Lizzo. So I love that song anyway, oh. but her version of oh. it. Right. Oh, like I like bust a move onto the dance floor. I get out of my way. I can't get there fast enough. I have not heard that. Oh, I like downloaded it on my stupid phone. I liked it so much. I was like bringing you back to the year 2010. Oh, when you like bought a song. Oh, I was like staying alive. Is like no, I know, but I like bought her version, and I haven't like bought a song for a real long time. Really. Huh. I just, I wanted it on my phone for perpetuity. For perpetuity. I wanted it for the rest of my life. You know who else has a song that just was released? Speaking of weird music facts, hmm. The Who oh. just released a song that's pretty great. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So look for that. Look for that. I'm a Spotify girl, so I just sort of yeah, grab all of it. the Who new song. A um, couple things happening this weekend that we want to shout out because it is a gorgeous day and you should get out there because it may be our last one. Uh, just... And, and, and in terms of getting ready for knife for uh, th- the feast knife knife event. knife fe- <laughs> knife fest I almost called it knife feast but knife fest is happening at Kitchen Window in Uptown and that means that they are doing free knife sharpening it's a great event free knife skills classes and twenty to seventy percent off all cutlery and accessories so like if you're thinking you need to like the one thing I would say is like get your knives in order for your feast if you're cooking absolutely. Um, another thing happening, we talked last weekend about the Bushel to Bottle, or I'm sorry, yeah, Bushel to Bottle Festival happening at Minnesota Harvest. Oh, I'm glad they got a nice weekend. God, it's going to be great down there. Here's the thing inside that's kind of lovely. The 13th Annual Global Chili Cook-Off. I love that one at yes. the Midtown Global Market. They, they have like, you pay a suggested five bucks and you basically wander around the market and sample chili all day. Not Which, bad. Nothing wrong with that. Not bad. And tomorrow, if you guys are out and about, Listen, I, it's the finals for the Iron Bartender. This is for a good cause if you want to come down. It's like 
you know, a small ticket price and you basically help feed hungry kids, but it's also fun to watch all the bartending teams create cocktails. Woo-woo. Lots of good stuff. So that is it. You will be off at the wedding next weekend. Yeah, I I'm can't wait to hear about shockingly it. Shockingly taking a Saturday off, you guys. I that's, don't even know what that's like. I will be here with Elizabeth Reese, who I know has been cooking up a storm. She had a little cooking summit with her and Bernie that was real cute. That was really where cute. Where they made carbonara. They made the carbonara. I know. So oh, cute. Oh, my God. So she will be with us next week, as will uh, Melissa Diaz from El Burrito Mercado. So she'll get you caught up on what's happening over there for, for catering and for out. holiday. Good. And yeah. So there you go. So go out, you guys, and roast your pumpkins, carve your pumpkins, eat your candy, scare little kids. That's what you're supposed to do. Ciao, ciao.